proper. Proper. He's a proper munch. Girl, I got proper zooted this weekend. <laughs> Can I pull you for a proper chat? Proper. Hey guys, welcome back to Proper. I'm your host, Alexis. And your co-host, Mai. Hey, on this beautiful Wednesday. Hey. Oh, oh, oh. I had a comment from um, a viewer that was like, I wish you guys would sing through the whole podcast. It's not a viewer, it's a listener. Okay, well, she viewed with her ears. Maybe she's blind. <laughs> and what she said, what she, she said. said okay. I wish y'all would sing through the whole show. Oh, girl, we got what was that that was a good one i like that little melody i know i just i'm just inventive <laughs> sometimes anyways girly let's set the tone for the people let me go it's 4 or 1 the time just changed it is p.m a cloudy actually oh p.m p.m you gotta say p.m yeah okay it's 16 o'clock military time <laughs> 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 Let me be real and raw with y'all. <laughs> Cloudy ass summer day, but it's hot. It is hot. I'm gonna go later, get some IKEA sheets, and that's the tone mm-hmm. I'm setting. That's the mood I'm giving. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> it is 10 a.m. on this fine, also cloudy, disgusting mm. summer day Mm-mm-mm. in New York City. It is hot. It's serving Florida summer. The way it's raining, it's like in and out. That's Yesterday was like sunny, kind of rainy. I was like, ill, ill, ill. Not appealing. I'm a northeastern girl now. Like, what the fuck mm-hmm. is this? Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for the tone. And that's the episode, <laughs> you guys. See you next week. <laughs> we have a special episode for you guys. Today, we are essentially giving a guide on friendship breakups. Mm -hmm. We're diving in. We're giving our hot, proper take on it and our proper perspectives on it, along with just how to get through it. So stay tuned for that. Mm -hmm. As usual, we are going to start with our proper highs and lows of the week. Are we sticking with you this week or are we switching it back up? To the regular. No, fuck no. It's, no. We're going back to yeah. We're going back to the regular. I just had to switch it up last week. Whoever's new here, we always start with our proper lows just to get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. We do a low and a high where we just discuss what we've been doing throughout the week, the highs and the lows. And from my experience, let me just tell you guys, mm. I have not had a come down like I have had for the past two to three days. Right. And the girls who know what a come down is knows what a come down yeah. is. If you need if you need an explanation, go to UrbanDictionary.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Urban Look it up. <laughs> Y'all, my brain chemistry was at an all-time mm. low. I felt like the whole world was just crashing down on me. I cried in bed for mm-hmm. like three hours one day. It was just mm. Yeah. I don't know. She was on a period. I don't know. She was in her mood. It really felt like I was just <laughs> Ready for the mental asylum. Like, I was ready to be booked and busy at the mental asylum. They said, book me up. Somebody schedule me in. <laughs> then today, just woke up. It's like a new <laughs> a new leaf on life has been whoa. taken. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of love when I come out of depression like that. For me, I don't have come downs, but depression, it's the same fucking thing. And one day I just wake up like, you know what? Mm. It's up from here, babe. Uh, <laughs> I think like... we both have bipolar. 
don't come for me because I already been told you you got personality disorder. Oh yeah, that personality disorder. I got heat on this. Yeah. Or, uh, what is it? Um, the one that's like an actor. It's the one that gets attached to a human being. The one that you are, which is what you do. For those that are listening, I'm scrunching my face in disbelief that she would say something <laughs> so long. That I just outed his I ass. I believe she would say something like this. I am a reflection of you. Well, let me turn uh, the mirror off. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mask off. Fucking mask off. I don't know. I just haven't felt this low in so long. And it was just like a, I was about to say a breath of fresh air, but it was a breath of stale air. Like this shit was horrendous. I've been feeling. It was a breath of smoke. Oh my God. No, literally like a smoker just blew in my fucking lungs. This was a humbling experience. That's all all I'll say. Mm. It was definitely humbling. Now I remember what it's like. What did you learn? I learned that my growth is better than I thought, actually. I uh, got myself out of it pretty fast, and I realized that I was actually being toxic in that scenario. For the ones listening, the scenario is not to be spoken of, but there is a scenario. Of of those in which we do not speak. (laughs) (laughs) But no, like I was definitely projecting my feelings of negativity onto somebody that was feeling better. And I could see that. I could see it. You know. Good, I'm glad. Yeah. Um, I was ready to sign up for therapy, and then I felt better. So here I am, not in therapy. Here I am, not not in therapy (laughs) still to this day. I heal myself. I'm your boss and your therapist, so it's okay. Um, Also, I had another really, like, the rave that I was... (laughs) Ignores me. (laughs) You are one to be ignored. I'm a reflection of you. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking mask on. <laughs> um, and then I had a rave that got shut down that I was super excited for. It was for midsummer, the Swedish holiday that we have here. It's like for the oh, yeah. beginning of summer. The rave got shut down at two o'clock. Very disappointing. The whole rave just felt. Is off. that a p.m. or an a.m.? Um, a.m. Like two o'clock at night. And you're like, oh, this is too early. What is? Yeah, this? girl, the cops showed up and it was all on the news. Like rave of two thousand people shut down. I was like, oh my god. Ew. On a holiday, like that's annoying. On a holiday, it's holiday, babe. I was on holiday. Like, how could I do this? Did you go anywhere else after? Uh, I went home and tripped. So that's what you. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah, but that was it. That was a the lowest of my week. That was a, actually very low. I'm very much uh, glazing over. Grateful to be up. Grateful to be oh, alive. Yeah. Grateful to be alive. Through it, honestly, <laughs> girl. Me every single day, girl, which brings me to Milo, which is essentially like sometimes I feel like it's and I don't know if this is a why me type of approach, but it's just exhausting to like live. Why not? Sometimes I feel like it's just exhausting to live. And this is speaking for somebody who has a lot of anxiety, like, you know, clinical anxiety and chronic depression. Mm Sometimes I'm just like, oh, my God, like, why can't it just be easier? Why can't conversations be easier? Why can't my my overthinking be easier? Like, why am I constantly overthinking every single thing about myself? And it's wild because a lot of people don't see that with me because, I mean, people who follow me think of me as like the most confident person. I feel like that's a lot of the reason why people follow me and why I have a community on TikTok and Mm -hmm. shit. And it doesn't mean that I'm not confident. Like, I am like fearless with a lot of things that I do. But to get there, yeah, mm, girl, I know that feeling. It's just like I'm tired. Like thinking about my low this week, I'm like, well, I'm still f- technically kind of feeling low because I'm not feeling super high yeah. because I know what that nice high feeling feels like when I'm not overthinking everything. 
I don't know. It's just like, I'm just constant. I'm overthinking. It's the feeling like, why do you always have to talk yourself into something? Why can't it just come natural? Like, why, right. why can't you always just be happy naturally? Right. There are times, not that there are times, but now that I've finally felt that for whatever long, a month or, you know, six weeks that I felt quite positive and like <clears throat> the anxiety wasn't there. Like depression is okay. But the anxiety and like it lingering and then me having to constantly have a fucking conversation with myself Oof. to not have a conversation with myself to then just stop to like calm yeah. down. Like it's not that serious. Like whatever you said that you feel embarrassed about, it doesn't even matter. And the whole reason that you feel embarrassed about it is probably because of what that reaction was from whoever you said it to rather than what it is that you said yeah we put expectations on people and then we get disappointed when they don't feel those expectations and then we start to throw it on ourselves and in actuality like we don't actually know what that person's thinking so they could have thought it was Nothing hilarious matters. but they were just busy thinking they could have thought, was... <laughs> thought it was the cutest thing mm -hmm. but then it's like you feel like a fucking dumbass so it's all in your head, babe. And, and that's what it is. It's all in your head. We are in our heads. We are living in our heads. We need to live outside of our heads. I'm so tired of living in my head. I want to live in my reality. Listen to last week's like, episode where we talk about not taking things personal. I think that's what you should do. Yeah, I just need to listen. I think that's what you should do, motherfucker, because I told you. This is not my low. <laughs> we are gone that far. I told you <laughs> yesterday, motherfucker. I literally said, listen to the Lonely Podcast. Listen to the Lonely episode. What episode is that for, for everybody listening? Episode 15. Which is episode 15. Yeah, I've been told you that. I know, but when you're in that headspace, it's so hard to listen to anything positive. Especially yourself. Like, don't nobody... Then I'll just cringe at myself. If uh, I nothing sticks. But let's get high. Yeah, let's get... Fuck that yeah, shit. Yeah, girl, it's depressing me. <laughs> like, I'm past it. I'm, I want to live I'm past like, it. We're, like, both glazing into space now. Like... Yeah, mm, thinking, like, how... Life how is really not life. It's not worth it. It's nothing, like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so life life been life in, but we are done with that. We're military. We, are getting, we can get through it. Girl, we are stronger than the Marines. We are. That's been the thing. Girl. That's a fact. We got to preach what we pray. Mm -hmm. I mean, pray what... You know what I mean. And that's something that I did this weekend with my proper high, but you first, Oh, girl. speaking of prayer, actually, mine also jumps into it. <laughs> so I was at work at my old... A crucifixion <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't really know if this would be considered a high, but I was at work with my coworker, and we were in the basement i believe i posted a tiktok of this so if you guys want to go see what this fucking basement looks like go on our tiktok yeah. check it out this shit yeah. is creepy as hell and my manager was telling me before how she saw a chair move on its own mm -mm. and she was like spirits mm -mm. i'm just working like don't bother me like i'm here for work yeah good that's a good take that's exactly what you should and so do. we were working and we we're just talking like random bullshit like catching up and we hear from around the corner like And I was like, you heard that? Did you hear that? Who said that? But it was like, like Harry Potter, like the, when they speak into the. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I would, I literally would get quiver. Like I would shiver. I would shake in my boots. Like I was just very much confused. Did you run? No, we checked it out. Like the Scooby-Doo gang. <laughs> and what it, what it there was. There was nobody there. Hey. There was nobody there. There was somebody there. Girl. And then we heard, like, something knocking on the door later. I don't know. We were not as as scared as we thought we would be. But that's my first ghost experience. If that's a ghost, I, I really don't actually think it was. Let's congratulate <laughs> that. Like, 
Um, but yeah, that's not really a high. That's kind of scary. But to be honest, y'all, I did not really have such a high of a week. We love scary stuff. Spooky. Yeah. This week's <laughs> this is an off week, to be honest. Off duty. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it off. So let's get into yours, girl. What happened with you? Girl, I tried something new, something fresh. Oh. <laughs> something. something along the lines of. Of something within our proper hood. Um, something. Paint the picture. <laughs> something was being painted. You... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what I don't, I don't know what I want to share nervous. with you guys. Um, how should I say this without saying too much? Hmm. Some another region was licked. <laughs> <laughs> Something my, that the sun my, don't usually see. A crack was filled. <laughs> crack cocaine. They're gonna be so confused. Uh, what did she do? You know what? <laughs> you guys, write in and guess what I did. Write in and see which the right answer will be the proper horror of next week's Honestly, episode. Honestly, yes, the right answer will be the proper horror. Guess what I did this weekend? Guess what the high was? <laughs> Using the hint I gave you, it's a scavenger. Yeah, huh? another hint is. Well, tell them the the sensation that you felt. Ooh. What was the feeling? It's, it was something where I, when I thought about this, and I feel like when a lot of people talk about it or like if with for their first time for it, that it would be more like, "Ooh, where are you going?" You know, but <laughs> scary, <laughs> scary, a scary spot, like a like a what's the word I'm looking for? Like startled, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, no, yeah. girl, it felt like home. It felt like he was home. I was it felt like something that you should have had done a long time ago. It felt like why haven't they done this before? It felt like if it's if 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 they so close together, if the if the areas are so close together, why didn't we always graze? You know, why wasn't we always grazing from top to bottom, from front to back? Why weren't we taught this in school? <laughs> like it is the move. Like now, I'm gonna request it every time. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like what? Like a five star meal. Cause there's dig in, there's a lot, you know. It's a it's a full course, so might as well dig in. Come hungry. I feel this is a a stepping stone to your sexual awakening. <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely am in a sexual awakening. So yeah, the sensation was sensational. Highly recommend. <laughs> and and we'll we'll do it again over and over. For those that caught it, try it. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, let's move on to the Rex, girl. Yeah. Have you been watching anything? So, no, but mm-hmm. you guys know one of my favorite movies, Infinity Pool, is oh. now on Hulu, which we love. <gasps> our sponsors! Are you joking? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Shout out to our sponsors, yes! Hulu. I was actually performing the act that I just spoke of while watching Infinity Pool. So it was a high on top of a high. Because everybody knows how much I love that movie and how much I love Mia Goth and her titties. So. <laughs> and also, once you guys actually watch this recommendation, make sure to check out episode four where we take a deep dive into mm-hmm. Infinity Pool and talk about the whole movie itself. Spoilers will be included in that yeah. episode, so yeah. be wary. Yeah. We did do spoilers for that one, right? 
I believe so. And then episode 13, yeah. we do talk about... I mean, we talk about Mia Goth, I would say, between episode 4 and 13 for a while. She, we were she was she our was fucking goddess. Yeah, she still mm-hmm. is. Still is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's on Hulu. Go ahead and watch that a few times. Go in it open-minded. Warning. Open-minded. Yeah. It's a, It's considered a horror thriller film produced with A24. And if you know anything about mm-hmm. them, like things could get gory. Grotesque. Yeah, things could get <laughs> crazy. But I was into it, girl. I mean, I still, like I said, I was still able to perform the act that I was performing and then some. <laughs> <laughs> and then some and girl, then that some. Movie, so, that movie is fucking vile. <laughs> But I love it. <laughs> like like the orgy scene, I was like, yeah, this is a good time again. Let's start this up again. Girl, the amount of leaking titties in that movie was... It's crazy. Mind-boggling. We didn't even finish the movie. I have to rewatch it because I'm like, I forgot what happened at the end. Like, I didn't even get to the leaking titty part. Mm. Oh, oh my God. That's like the most intense. I know. The most intense. Anyway, what you got? What wreck you got, girly? Girl, I've been sitting in bed for the past three days watching movies. But something that stuck was i finally watched the murder mystery movies on netflix Mm -hmm. you know the ones with jennifer aniston and adam sandler yes girl so good like i was hee hee ha ha yeah girl i was (laughs) laughing i was like this is good maybe i've watched one watch them all like if you love a good murder mystery two i think the second one just came out recently okay um Super fun, super, like, laugh-worthy, nothing too heavy. Like, you can sit there high as hell, just not focus. Like, really just look at the pictures and, and enjoy it, it and get what's happening. You know, yeah. I love me some Adam. That's my dad. That's daddy. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston. They both look good. That's like, mother. It's so funny. Yeah. That's mother, honestly. <laughs> That's that is. mother. <laughs> um, and if not, the second movie was just as good as the first one, if not better, I would say. Oh, um, I love when the sequel's better. Exactly. It keeps the ball going. It doesn't get too intense. Like, it doesn't try to overdo it, like, usually how the second movies do. Uh-huh. Which brings me to mm. a proper un-recommendation. Oof. Let's hear it. <laughs> Have you seen the John Wick movies? No. Well, they're, like, these action-packed movies with Keanu Reeves, and the whole movies are basically just action, minimal talking, 20-minute long fights, whatever. <clears throat> Great movie Ew. to watch high. <laughs> but, I finally, <laughs> but I finally watched the fourth one mm-hmm. that came out recently. It was shite. Horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Is it Keanu Reeves, like, a bad person or am I tripping? He's a bad actor. Oh, okay. Maybe that's all. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. That's it? He's just a bad actor? He's a bad actor. Like, the... I don't know if I was just too high, but it felt like they had two men from the retirement home fighting each other. It just wasn't up to it the standard. Like was, I was like, it this wasn't is slow. The action was not actioning. No, but they had Miss Rena Sawayama, Simon Stockholm Syndrome. She was in the movie. We love her. We love. And she her. was whooping ass. What's another one she does? Excess, but how's it go? Fuck this world, I'm leaving you. Fuck this world. That's her, right? <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. Fuck this world, I'm leaving. Fuck this world. She's doing opera. That's, <laughs> that's theater, Rina Sawano, right? <laughs> Rina Sawano, girl. Rina Sawano. There's 
a lot of syllables in that fucking in that fucking name she got, girl. Also in that movie, John Wick, bitch, there was a fucking blind assassin. Like, how you blind in an assassin? Like every time you say John Wick, I keep thinking of Lady Gaga saying John Wick. Show me your teeth. <laughs> Have you seen that video, of Rihanna <laughs> listening to Lady Gaga? <laughs> girl. <laughs> She said she was she, high as she hell. was high as hell and don't I know it girl. That's that's like peak of like if I got a little higher I would pass out. That's how high she was looking. The way she showed so her teeth, she said <laughs> She was mad. She said <laughs> I am Rihanna. Don't train me. We love Rihanna. She listens to the pod, y'all. She does. Shout out to Rihanna. That's mother. That's mother mother. Like <laughs> that's for mother. Real. Mm-hmm. Release a new album, bitch. But yeah, I mean that was it. That was um I've been watching pretty shite movies lately, to be honest. Like I mean I've been reading. Oh good. Uh, let's congratulate that. <laughs> I've been trying to read. I've been going to the bookstore trying to find like really good books, but I cannot find something that sticks. But I've been reading mm. or trying to read like the classics of books that they say should be read by many. It's like difficult for me to read those. I literally just want to feel horny and wet when I'm reading. (laughs) Girl, the book I'm reading is very, very much confusing. It's about this man that goes um, to hell and he like tries to bring his wife back or something you know i'm not really at it's a poem it's it's a huge huge long poem That's crazy so it's so to hard me. to read like whoever made that art is crazy mm-hmm. like who who made that something to read you know what i mean like it's like the more difficult it is to understand the better it is mm-hmm. and that's crazy to me like why I think it's because it leaves it open for interpretation. No, I think it's like fucking motherfucking Shakespeare. Like, who the fuck created that? That's stupid Shakespeare. To me. You know they think Shakespeare's not even a real person. It's exactly. A group of people. That's the conversation I'm trying to start right now. Because it's Ooh, like... That's mm, our topic. Yep. <laughs> you know what? Fuck that other cop. <laughs> <laughs> who here believes Shakespeare is real? Yeah, Shakespeare, girl. Because the way he was talking, there was no reason for that. There was no reason for that. No, just talk right. Talk normal. And who, why did they make that part of the curriculum for us to read? Like, why Why is it important? Why are we learning that rather than our hormonal health? Why are we learning that rather than how to properly give head to each other? You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. Or how to talk to a plug. Like, we should know how to do that. What plug? Who? <laughs> what, what are you talking what about? You t- me? No. I never. would never do that. Why you just brought up something that's not even needed to be brought up right now? Why are you getting defensive? <laughs> Don't take it personal. It's all about perspective. Yeah, reference last week's episode if you really want to dive into that topic. Dig deep and dive in, as we're about Anyways. to do with our topic, you guys. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's get into it, yeah. All right. So the proper topic of the week is friendship breakups, like we said. I feel like we're probably gonna have a part two and a part Mm. three to this eventually since we've had so much experience (laughs) too much (laughs) and i feel like it's such a big topic we were talking about this earlier like friendships are the biggest percentage of relationships in all of our lives but we graze over them we we don't take them seriously because we don't treat them as the same standard of like a relationship relationship like with the like a sexual relationship or a romantic relationship just because we have them in right. a higher quantity right. or like somebody would say 
you just broke up with your friend like get over it like you have so many others you think that's why i always wondered i was like why is it that people don't take it as seriously rather than how they take partnership i think it's maybe media so like most films or most books aren't about like a friendship breakup or they yeah they just focus on romantic relationships and usually you build your life with that so we think of it as like a bigger hit I also grew up with, uh, some of you guys know that I grew up with a narcissistic dad, so I grew up with him always being like, and mm. he's also Cuban, so Terrible. I'm going to use his accent. He would be like, you don't need no fucking friends. Ugh. Like, he would say that all the time. Like, I just grew up with him being like, you don't need friends. When in reality, like, yeah, mm, I was always like, yes, I do. Like, what do you mean? that? Like, you're crazy. Like, look at you. You are miserable. You have no friends. I need Speaking friends. of, one of the longest, actually, the longest running human study in existence was done by harvard and it's a happiness study which asked the question what makes humans the happiest and how do you live a long happy life and they found exactly quality friendships and relationships with people is how you stay the happiest and it doesn't have to be 20 it doesn't have to be 100 it's not quantity we said quality which we are going to dive into in depth more later on with this Mm -hmm. episode of deciphering what's quality and what's not and what's exactly. taking energy and what's not but before we do that let's yeah let's do a quick definition i would say a friendship breakup is when i mean it's the same it's what it sounds like when you're no longer friends with somebody and mm-hmm. you have to from then change who you are like you know <laughs> pick up the pieces of where you left off right it doesn't have to be like best friends forever it doesn't have to be fr- a friendship of 20 years like there's no measurement to it like you could know that person for six months and y'all could spend that much together and then Mm -hmm. y'all break up and you still have to go through the emotions of having somebody in your life for six months and and spending energy with them and giving them energy and vice versa and that no longer happening everybody's dynamic adds something to your life exactly there's so many things that are coming up right now that i want to like get into a, yeah like, you know what i mean <laughs> Me too. i'm trying to like okay. keep my mouth and shut I'm, trying to, I'm like fuck but i don't want to just the intro it. you guys <laughs> <laughs> we have so much to say about this okay so let's get into these signs and the reasons for a friendship breakup yes some of you who are listening are probably listening with the intent of already going through a friendship breakup or some mm-hmm. of you are like iffy about it and you know take what you want from this episode and take what you want from our conversation it's it's really based on our perspectives and and the experiences that we've had but take what you want if it doesn't resonate then it doesn't resonate you Mm -hmm. know treat it like a tarot reading yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i would say like one of the reasons for a friendship breakup for me is noticing when somebody's energizing you versus draining your energy so let's Mm -hmm. say you're hanging out with a friend and you're not looking forward to hanging out with them because you know from previous that you always leave drained like maybe they trauma dump on you maybe they mm, just know it, girl. bring you down mm. for no fucking yeah. reason and all you want to do is like have fun enjoy and you're thinking like why the fuck am i always so drained right. and on the other hand you have friends that you leave like energized like they make you feel like you could start a fucking business you can no, literally bungee jump inspired like, exactly like you just feel empowered with other people type exactly thing. and those are the people that you should be sticking with that should be a huge red flag for you but it's so and hard that to should see. be a measurement it should be a measurement mm-hmm. that you should try to to incorporate within your intuition because yeah. you know if you if you come from trauma 
you can be stuck in a pattern like for me for example with my childhood trauma with with, you know parent dynamics that definitely lingered into friendships and relationships and all of that lingers Mm -hmm. all the way through without you even realizing it and if you're an energy giver which some of us are you know somebody who leads conversations and somebody who makes the room laugh like you know that type of personality you have to be extra careful with these energy leeches i would say mm-hmm. because you don't realize it like at first i feel like with the with that particular type of friendship dynamic it's like at first you feel admired by them in a way and you feel like mm. oh i inspire this person like they make me feel good and then it like kind of switches to like wait i feel really low and then it's like then you start seeing things and it's like wait is that person jealous of me like is that person projecting like why does this feel mm. so icky like why do i feel less than in a way and it's like you feel so uncomfortable because it's like how could Mm -hmm. a friend make me feel less than and then you start fucking gaslighting yourself yeah and exactly you're at that point where you're so far deep in that you can't even recognize that it's toxic and you want to push through and be like well it was really good before so why can't it be like it used to be and now it's not that way so you want to push through and get it back to that same level that it was before right literally like i i had a, a really heavy friendship one of my biggest friendship breakup that i've had when i think about it now there were a few moments that i felt like i had kept on holding on to and one of them was like this big euro trip that we took and it was two weeks and it was amazing and it was like Mm -hmm. holding on to that like well i could travel with this person i could like like of course i can do things like this like we spent we had a great time together and we i feel like we kept on trying to make moments like that happen again mm-hmm. and it's like you're kind of in denial which is the same thing when you're in a relationship a romantic relationship yeah, with somebody yeah. you know it toxic or not if, if you grow out of somebody we want you to know like it's normal it takes a long time to be able to recognize that mm-hmm. depending on where you are with your journey and it, it does get easier apparently girl i don't know i'm so in my 20s but <laughs> <laughs> they say they That's say what, it that, gets easier they? we never know but they do say it the ghost in the basement girl oh. <laughs> John Wick <laughs> John Wick <laughs> but it's also in these types of scenarios one shoe doesn't fit all you know so some right. relationships could be fixed there could be toxicity that could be fixed right. and that's another reason why it's so hard to recognize because you don't just wake up one day and be like well this is toxic or you don't just listen to this podcast and say oh this fucking fits right and then you just like switch everything up from there you can't everything has a different fucking measurement to it exactly the world is so i wish everything was black and white so you could just realize what's right and what's wrong but it's never like that every single therapy so i've been going to therapy for what three years every single therapy session melinda my therapist for the new ones here she's always like why why is it black and white and i'm like why is it not yes why (laughs) make it she's like she's like you know everything's gray right every single time mike it's insane because i would hate that response the, the first session we ever had she was like black and white thinking is a form of anxiety and I was like, I don't like, shut up. Think, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like literally ev- everything is gray. There's no black or white. I was having this conversation yesterday, but in regards to romantic relationships, but relating it back to what you just said mm-hmm. of like it being, you know, on a spectrum. Same thing yeah. with relationships. Like everything is timing, which is. Yep. kind of scary like you could be the perfect person for somebody 
and they just not be ready for you or yeah, you could you could be wanting to grow like with friendships you could be wanting to grow and wanting to build a friendship but that person is down and they're not feeling it and they don't have the energy to give to themselves so they can't give to you and then you Oof. can't take that personal and then you know and then that's when that's when things become bad that's when things become <laughs> dirty <laughs> no you know it hits close <laughs> literally that's what happens it's like it's all timing on people's journeys and then that also makes you recognize that like people aren't bad mm-hmm. people are there are bad people i ain't even hold you there's yeah. definitely bad people out there but when you think of like oh she's such a bitch or like why are they acting like that remember and basing it off of last week's episode as well that whole fucking taking shit personal thing and yeah. my whole purpose of that little tidbit was mainly like for friendship breakups to not get bad and to more recognize trying to recognize beforehand like wait we're kind of growing apart and we could either decide if we want to continue trying to grow together apart or just grow apart apart. Jumping off of what you were saying, not taking it personal just because you don't know what everybody's thinking in their head at all times. And Never. you can't ever figure that out. Even if you guys talk openly about everything. You can think that you know somebody to the T, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, they have their own thoughts. Exactly. And it's okay to like grow apart because of that. And you can always come back together. Exactly. What My longest friendship with kylie jenner as you guys know of course (laughs) hey kylie she's on the line (laughs) my childhood best friend her name is kylie and so it's an ongoing joke that we reference her as kylie jenner but uh we've been she was my first friend in general she's been my friend since i was four and Mm. we had a breakup for four years all through my college experience so from 18 to 22 we stopped being friends um mm. and we weren't keeping she was keeping tabs on me now that i know but i wasn't keeping tabs. like we weren't in contact we didn't have each other on social media none of that even during those four years if you would have told me that i was going to be friends with her again i would have been like nah and then something i don't know it's just like timing it's just timing yeah. it's crazy it's like and then even us having another falling out again it was with timing and it's like some people it's also recognizing some people have a purpose. Some people have a purpose. Some people have a few purposes in their life. Mm-hmm. Like, you have no control over that either. All you can do is continue being a good person and hoping that you reflect that energy, you know? Yeah. I had a friendship breakup that relates to this, actually. Mm. So, I finished university. I finished with my health science degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in, like... Go Bulls! This- <laughs> 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 fuck the Bulls, girl. <laughs> and fuck Judy. um so i was going through this period where i had no idea what i was gonna do and one summer i went to bulgaria and from there i realized like oh i want to go to europe like i really just want to see what europe has to offer for me i come back from that trip and i'm telling all my like i had this group of friends that were maybe five guys Mm -hmm. and we were super close we would hang out all the time text all the time we were like yeah they were annoying like mike didn't want me to be around him because he was always with these fucking baguettes (laughs) we were so cool all we did was smoke hookah anyway yeah no they were guys they were straight they were a group of quote-unquote quote-unquote straight men and the reason i say quote-unquote y'all can fill in those fucking lines yeah yeah. Well, we talked yeah. about it before how straight guys and me. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Mike be turning everybody. If you're uh, wondering, is my boyfriend gay? 
all you have to do is um send them Mike's way and you'll yeah. see. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> this is toxic. <laughs> uh, so I get back from Europe and I'm like talking to them and telling them like, yeah, like Europe's so cool. Like I, I love it there. Like the people are so different. They're so social. It's a different culture. Mm-hmm. And from that day on, everybody flipped on me. Everybody mm. like felt like they were against me and they flipped my words. And now that I grew and I know what like the true feelings were, I feel like they were jealous or like, Projecting. projecting their negative feelings that I could go to Europe and I can like evolve from them and they right. completely like threw me out the group and at one point I asked my tarot cards like should I hang out with them and it was my birthday mm. and the cards were like no no don't go don't, don't do it don't I was like fuck these cards grab went to the bathroom <laughs> we were at a fucking mask off <laughs> <laughs> so we were at a bar drinking like that's what we would do we would go to Soho that's in uh, Tampa Mm-hmm. It's like a bar area. So I went to the bathroom two hours into the whole night, come mm-hmm. back, about two of them left. Every No, two of them were left from the group. Everybody else left Everybody and went else home. left. They said yeah. bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, and from that day you on, really like said, I said, shuffle them motherfuckers again. Yeah, no, literally. The cars you were like. You took a chance. <laughs> yeah. You took, took a, a chance, chance at love. <laughs> 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 I had love on the brain, girl. <laughs> you showed up to girl. Yeah, but that shit like yeah. uh, took me off guard. It happens like that. It, I feel like with most friendship breakups, it's always kind of a buildup. I mean, with any type of breakup, really, yeah. like, same thing with relationship. Like we said earlier, it's like you take a while to recognize some things because you're not at experienced level and mentality mm-hmm. and yeah. perspective. Everything's perspective. We everybody wants to be that. hopeful. We want to be hopeful. Like, of course, everybody wants to feel like everything's going to work out because when you're right. with somebody and you have such a strong connection, like you don't want to let that go because it feels like right. I want to spend the rest of my life with this person, be it a best friend, be it a relationship, mm-hmm. be it a dog. Right. <laughs> and another one, I, I mean, there's so many reasons. There's like we said, there's no measurements of friendship breakups or reason or like you know black or white reasonings behind exactly. it exactly but another one and i think one of the biggest ones is a lack of mutual respect meaning you know somebody who continues to disregard your boundaries and your values and your feelings and mm-hmm. feeling just that whole icky feeling of unhealthy and a, a lot of that does come from uh, growing apart because yeah. i feel like you start to feel that lack of respect whenever you start growing apart because mm-hmm. your values change your perspectives change the way you handle things change also these uh these issues that can arise in friendship don't just go one way or the other these can alternate like every which day like you could be doing it to your friend or your friend could Mm -hmm. be doing it to you and Mm -hmm. that's also another confusing thing like realizing that you're the toxic one in a relationship is so Mm -hmm. it's hard to admit sometimes it takes a while too sometimes you can't even accept that or recognize that until after the friendship breakup and that's okay too because maybe that was the whole purpose of that friendship is so that you can see that you know ownership is necessary and that sometimes you can be the problem and then you self-reflect from that so this isn't one-sided like Mm -hmm. because you know another one on the list is like lack of support like somebody who you just always feel unsupported by them and how you said earlier like the energy thing and then that leads to the projection thing and all of that there could be episodes of that i would say and for me if it were to happen over and over again even with gaps in between Mm -hmm. i would cut that off because that's a pattern you know but like if there was one moment where you felt unsupported and you were able to talk about it and then it didn't happen again you know it's time to to um let go and let go forgive uh. sorry <laughs> it's time to forgive yeah, yeah it's time to forgive 
What are some tips that you would give on navigating through a friendship breakup? So the biggest one I, th- I would say is recognizing that you are grieving mm. and that it is mm-hmm. very much like death because it's yeah. death to to an energy in your life that is no longer in your life, you know, if you think of exactly. it from that perspective. So it's also allowing yourself to do that and the emotions of sadness and anger, confusion mm-hmm. and relief in a way too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that relief and, and all of those emotions, there's no pattern to it. I feel like you go in and out. Like I know there's levels to it, but I feel like yeah. for me, it took me a year for, for my big, big friendship breakup to and who i'm referring to is somebody that i also shared a business with we we shared our lives together essentially like we were we were doing a lot together and so it took a long time it took me a year to even recognize my faults and i recognized my faults from the beginning but to forgive my faults because it took me that long to forgive myself for letting all of that happen and then forgiving her so yeah. just remembering that there's no timeline on healing and there's no timeline on grieving. There's no timeline on getting over shit as long as you're actively trying to fucking do it. Yeah, I would definitely say acceptance and realizing your faults definitely comes towards the end of the process. Right. Mm-hmm. But one thing I wanted to touch on is that it's so hard to actually begin the process of a friendship breakup just because mm-hmm. we all have the mindset um I don't want to be lonely like if i'm not with them i'm gonna be lonely and letting loneliness guide your your choices and your decisions that you make in life is so it doesn't make sense because you don't know where you're gonna be the next day you don't know where you're gonna be the next week Mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to be in a relationship that doesn't make you happy keeps you down it's just gonna keep you unhappy the whole time there's no reason Mm -hmm. for that when you've met new people everywhere like when i moved to sweden i felt so lonely but i'm not lonely anymore like Mm -hmm. you can't let your present state of mind guide how you're going to be into the future absolutely it's like being able to to detach that anxiety and that fear which is another thing we talked about last week you guys Mm -hmm. we're just fucking spitting facts to you like we're your fucking therapist for free so speaking of go ahead and leave us a fucking Mm five-star review before this becomes a subscription podcast (laughs) yeah (laughs) we need money for the trademark anyway uh jumping off of that it's being able to like i said detach and remember that that feeling of loneliness isn't forever i literally Mm -hmm. said that in the loneliness episode that we referenced earlier and remembering that at the end of the day and this goes for regular breakups too with with uh, romantic partners. Mm-hmm. You got you. You was born into this world solo. You're going to leave this world solo. So no yeah. matter how used to that energy you are, how comfortable you are with that energy, remember that you're a chameleon. Like we're born to have people in and out. We're born to connect and disconnect and connect and to disconnect. Like Yeah, exactly. It, it, that's always going to happen. So easier said than done, obviously. Like there's good days and there's bad days. But sometimes it is as simple as Mm-hmm. all right like and i think what helps with that is you know focusing on self-care during that time journaling yes, for sure. reflecting mm-hmm. prioritizing your well-being and engaging in activities that bring you joy and relaxation yeah. you know pursue hobbies or interests things that maybe you felt held back in that friendship because i've mm-hmm. felt that like for sure I, I wouldn't have started tiktok if it wasn't for this friendship breakup like my life 
changed after this and mm-hmm. i'm gonna take credit for that because it could have it could have went a completely different direction 100 percent, absolutely it's you have the control to make the situation better than what it is through reflection through self-care also i think another thing to know is a lot of people want to not feel emotions during this time because it's such a intense period but I think it's so mm. important to let these emotions flow and really think through it. And like, I think meditation is actually super good for Absolutely. this because once you're feeling like in the state of mind, once you're in like that meditation focus, those mm-hmm. emotions really start to like speak to you and tell you why you're feeling this way. And you really start to question becomes, everything. Yeah, the feelings become nothing and the reality mm-hmm. becomes what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And there's such a process. I feel like at the beginning, you have a lot of rage and hate during mm. the beginning of a friendship breakup. And yes. you want to blame, blame, blame. So you go through all of this, you know, you, you meditate and you finally get to a point of being able and allowing yourself to practice forgiveness. And that yeah. is also part of the process and part of the tips of getting over a friendship breakup. And not I hate the, the phrase getting over something because there's nothing to get over. It's kind of getting through it and exactly and yeah. moving through life with it. You know, so you like I said earlier, you have to forgive yourself first. And the whole purpose of forgiving them is for yourself anyway. Like you're not doing it for them. It doesn't need to be anything. I went mm-hmm. on a forgiving tour when I started my forgiving tour <laughs> and she wasn't ready to to hear my because my forgiving tour was also like me asking for forgiveness, essentially, or like me owning my faults. And if that person isn't ready to to be part of that process with you, that's Don't fine. Don't take it personal. Because at the end of the day, you're doing it for you. I didn't, you know, I didn't reach out for her. Mm-hmm. I reached out for me. So. But that's also you're healed and you're ready to do that. Like when you're not healed, it's so easy to want to go to somebody for forgiveness you're not doing it because you're healed you're doing it because you want a certain reaction it's like going into conversations with an expectation rather than your intention exactly yeah but that's before you get to that process like you can't jump steps you have to let yourself like really flow through it all and then you'll feel it out you gotta learn and grow and you have to reframe your mindset throughout like instead of dwelling on the lost shift your focus to a positive aspect of your life because another thing i've learned actually recently with therapy is we for some reason as humans are told that we can't feel multiple things at once and Mm. so when one thing feels bad everything feels bad but in reality we have control to be like yeah that's bad but this is good and Mm. that sounds really simple but it is as it's literally as simple as you can feel both. Like you can feel bad and good at the same time mm-hmm. because feelings aren't real anyway. Speak that truth, girl. It's literally like feeling is just a feeling. You don't have to dissect it. You don't have to hold it in. You can let a feeling pass. You can let a thought pass. Like at the end of the day, our reality is this. Like, yeah, you lost a friend. You have all of these other friends. If you don't, you got family. If you don't, you got your dog. If you don't, you got yourself. You know, like you have your apartment, you have your job, whatever it is. You can find something. You got to get your nails done this week. Whatever. You have all your limbs. You don't have cancer. Whatever the fucking case is. Life is a roller coaster. It's always going to be bad sometimes and it's always going to be good sometimes. And you can't dwell on the bad always sticking there. Unless you're a terrible person. 
in which terrible people don't listen to this podcast anyway because this is a <laughs> self-development comedy podcast and i feel like all of the baddies here are baddies and they work mm-hmm. on themselves exactly but like obviously this doesn't go for like shitty people this goes for the people that know that they've tried their best throughout even if you were the person that got broken up with and you mm-hmm. feel like you know you're getting over if you did something wrong it's like just forgiving yourself again and like just recognizing and learning and growing like all of mm-hmm. this shit is just part of life unfortunately and we have control whether it feels icky icky or not i think another fun aspect of friendship breakups i mean fun <laughs> not, not, try, not trying to make the topic like <laughs> super light but um i think it's rediscovering yourself and re refinding your independence Absolutely. and really Absolutely. understanding who you are because once you get to that stage of like healing Mm-hmm. you start to realize oh bitch i forgot i like doing this i forgot i like hanging out with this person Insane. and Insane. then you it's so good to like focus on yourself because once you're in a toxic relationship all you can think about is how does that person feel like you're no longer thinking about yourself especially co these codependent relationships yeah. and friendships and mm-hmm. you and i have both been in mm-hmm. terrible codependent relationships. yeah right. um so, mind you mm-hmm. <laughs> The way Mike is holding onto his fucking headphone cord, like he's curling it, like it's his hair. Like I'm shaking in my boots. Mike, no, you are literally shaking. Mike's still going through it, but that codependent friendship. If I feel like we don't talk about it enough because codependency is always normally aligned with romantic partners, yeah. but it can definitely. I feel like we're we're seeing a little bit more normalized now talking about friendships being soulmates. Yeah, but those codependent relationships take a lot of work to get out of. It takes a lot. Oh my god! Yeah, a lot of people would be scared. It is a lot of people. Uh, I don't know. Mike said this. (laughs) Mike is nervous right now. I think some of them can be fixed. (laughs) Mike's in denial, but that's fine. That's not. That's not the purpose of today's episode. I'm feeling targeted, you guys. No, you are. You look uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cover you like that. It was more of just like, yeah. But let's dive a little bit into those codependent relationships. Yeah, the codependent relationships just aren't talked about as much with friends because it's seen as like a family bond. Like it's a family bond. It is a family bond. And that's what makes it strong. That's what makes it heavier sometimes in a way than a romantic relationship. Because it's like, how could you hurt me? You know, yeah. like at the be- at the beginning when you're in that like um, angry, defensive mm-hmm. uh, phase of, of grief, you're like, how could you hurt me? You know, uh, it's because we have these expectations on them because we're so close. And then it's like, right. but you know how I feel. You can read my mind. Like, right. Why you, like, right. But it's never like that. It's tough, especially especially those friendships where, like, let's say you are roommating with your best friend and that codependency. This is speaking just from myself. <laughs> I'm not targeting you. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm taking it personal. <laughs> Let me stop. Go ahead. Um, I feel like it's even more difficult to recognize that. Speaking for myself, like, I, it took, <laughs> I had thoughts in my mind that the decisions that I was making with this person were bad from the beginning. I knew it for a year, 365 days and more. Yeah. I knew. I don't even know how to give you, you guys advice on how can you 
recognize recognize mm. yeah during that time and it's it's really just practice and fucking timing i guess like it's all about listening to yourself and listening to what how everything affects you and that comes with journaling it comes right. with meditation it comes with self-reflection but even then i was just in denial because you could just be in denial because if i look back to my journal prompts and mm-hmm. if i reference people that i spoke to like you my mama my other friends Mm-hmm. They were all like everything is very consistent on how we all knew like it wasn't going to be it wasn't going to work, you know, so it's like, did I say it we wasn't all gonna knew work? what did I say? You were trying to be positive because you're fucking toxic and you would just be like, well, just talk to her about it. And I would tell you like because with our friendship, it was like I. I would say a few things and she'd be like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. like. I'll change it, I'll change it. And then Sounds like me. she would change it for a second and then go back to the cycle of getting comfortable. Mm, like, yeah, I you got know you. what I mean? Yeah. And again, we had a business trip as well. So like there were there were I don't want to say critiques, but there were things there it was more than just a friendship. Like we had a lot holding on to each other. So like improvement was necessary and like measurement was necessary in regards mm. to certain aspects. But anyway, when I look at my journals, when I look at all of that, I was miserable in my head. Like I knew, but it's that denial aspect because it's like, well, no, because they've done this and holding on mm-hmm. to the thing, especially because they're your friends and they're not yeah. like speaking as a, a woman with, you know, hetero relationships with men. It's like, he ain't shit. You know, like, of course he did that. Like, obviously, yeah. like he's a man. But with girlfriends, it's like, no, she wouldn't do that. Like, no, she wouldn't hurt me like that. Like, no, that's not her intention. You had so many things connected to her. Like, you're living together. So if you break up, the apartment has to go. You have a, right. a business together. So what happens to the business? There's so many things that are And she sold her car, and we were using my car. So Ooh. we also had a car. To, babe, we had everything. Everything mm. was together. That was too much, though. Like, I'll ne- I, I don't want to say I'll never do that again, but... It's part of, like, uh, the process of getting over it. Like, that's when you start rebuilding your trust and you start building new friendships and having that same level of trust for them because these are new people. These are different people. So you can't expect them to do the same thing that she did to you. It's insane. It really is because I'm so grateful for the breakup. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be who I am without that breakup. I wouldn't be where I am without that breakup. It's just, it's crazy how life can just turn out. Like, if you just, like, let things happen. And also, while knowing yourself and knowing what your intention is and staying true to you and Mm -hmm. loving you to the max, like, through that, through the love that you have for yourself, you can get through anything. And anything can really turn out to be a positive thing if you let it. So remembering you have that control. I think a huge thing to know on this as like more of a closing point, I guess, but it's Mm -hmm. that every friendship, every relationship, every connection you have in life is a choice and you can also make the choice to leave. You're never forced to be in a situation. If something's really making you feel bad and you've recognized that you have a choice to leave, you made a choice to be there. So you also have the choice to leave in the long run. Of course, there's situations where easier said than done you know you do have a choice and i'm telling you right now because i thought i didn't have a choice and i yeah i had to make a big choice like i had to like just to give y'all a glimpse of it i we moved states together we quit Mm -hmm. jobs like we did a lot and something happened and i had to decide for myself i essentially had to be selfish which 
is so difficult to do mm -hmm. for a lot of us, I feel, uh, depending on your journey and your experience. But yeah, it was like what I what I knew I needed to do for myself. I knew it was going to look bad. Like it was yeah. I was going to appear selfish and I was in all of that. But I I had to it took me a while, but I had to recognize that I had that choice. And I'm so happy mm -hmm. I did what I did. Like, I think about that all the time. I'm like, I can't imagine if I lived through the misery the way I thought I had to. No one lives in your head but you. Recognize that. Like, you're the only one that's going to have to live your own life. So yeah. why make it so shit? So if you're miserable, fucking change it. Like, fuck everybody. Yeah. So yeah, before we completely wrap up, we have one more tip, which is... Phone a friend, bitch. Yeah. We always say it. Take a walk. <laughs> yeah, take a walk. Build a support <laughs> system, y'all. It's so important. Oh, seriously. Like, phone a friend. Like, and if you don't have other friends, there's so many ways to connect through telecommunication now. Mm -hmm. uh, you go on TikTok, and if you come across a video talking about friendship breakups, you go in the comments, you'll feel so connected. Yeah. I remember when I was feeling that. Like, I I even posted a, a small TikTok because I... I'm not open about um, that part of my life. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember when I posted about it, there were girls in the comments like, oh my God, like I know the feeling and, mm. and things like that. Like we all are connected. So phone a friend. And if you can't phone a friend, if you can't find a support group, find send, a therapist, girl. Send us a message too. We'll try to help send you Send us a it. motherfucking message, yeah, girl. girl. We'll send you audio. <laughs> I mean, y'all know I got boundaries now because... <laughs> Last episode. But... I don't have those boundaries. Send me a message, y'all. But your boundaries is that you don't fucking respond back to them. So then I have to end up no. fucking responding back to your seen message. No, I will. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, letting go or letting out those emotions and talking it through with somebody can give you so much more perspective. Having somebody else's perspective on the whole thing is so Absolutely. healing and so um, insightful. It's no, so it is, insightful. It's it is. It's just being able to connect at the end of the day. Like we said, the whole thing here mm -hmm. is connecting. And maybe connecting with that person will actually bring you to a new friendship. So you got your new bestie queen. Right. <laughs> disconnect to connect. Exactly. We disconnect to connect again. We're so all we plugs. You... Oh, here we go again, girl. Oh, okay. look at... <laughs> I didn't even you try. You've been looking for a way to come try. for me. I didn't even try. <laughs> This is a toxic relationship. Y'all are seeing the beginning of a friendship breakup here, the, live in the studio. No, literally, live in the studio. A friendship in another business ship breakup. Another one for Alexis. No one can work with her. Anyway. Nope. <laughs> we hope you gained something from this episode. Oh, for sure. And, and remember, we're dead ass, though. Like, if you if you want to lean on us like you can reach mm -hmm. out we'll give you advice we'll make you feel heard we'll make you feel seen exactly we are here for you exactly we are, we are here of for you. the people yeah fucking mask on girl mike and alexis for president <laughs> 2027 there we go um as usual you can find everything we talked about in the description along with some codes along with the proper rex along with <laughs> yeah. our link <laughs> yeah, yeah. our links uh you can find us at the proper podcast on instagram along with at proper podcast 
on TikTok along with following me at Thank You Lex mm-hmm. and following Mike at Mike Kandoff. All linked in the description. All you have to do is fucking read it. Exactly. And yeah, we hope you have a lovely walk, a lovely talk, and we will catch you next week. Bye, everybody. Hey.